Our world is a superhuman society, with about 80% of the population possessing some uncanny ability. When our city swirled with chaos and confusion, heroes began to dominate our collective consciousness. And we had new champions to look up to. Is it possible to become a hero even if I don't have a quirk? There are stories about every hero. How they became great. Most have one thing in common. Their bodies moved before they had a chance to think. Welcome to the shifting to My Hero Academia Guided Meditation Part 5. Know and understand that whatever you focus on grows in this universe. Know and understand that by taking deep conscious breaths during this meditation will allow you to guide the flow of your energy, allowing you to shift much easier. Relaxing the body more and more with every deep conscious breath, focusing on the legs and the feet, breathing into that area. Deep conscious breaths into the knees, the legs and the hips. Relaxing more and more with every deep conscious breath, allowing your brain to enter the theta brainwave state. Deep conscious breaths into the gut and the stomach. As deep as you can go with the breath, relaxing more and more. Deep breaths into the face, the forehead, and the neck, and into your entire being. And now imagine that you are floating into the void and into the darkness. Nothing but darkness around you. You are feeling nothing but peace in serenity as you land on a platform in this dark void. And once again, this multidimensional portal appears in front of you in what seems like this seam in reality that you are in right now. What does this portal look like as it's pulsating with intense, higher vibrational energy. Now what we're going to do is imagine this version of you that you are going to shift with in the My Hero Academia universe. What is your name, your quirk? weakness, what do you look like 
how do you think, feel, and act in this universe, in this reality? Identify this right now. When I count down from 10 in his zero, you will have taken your final step in walking towards this multidimensional portal and shifting with this multidimensional My Hero Academia version of yourself. 10. Imagine yourself walking closer and closer to this portal. Nine. Eight. Seven. The closer you get, the more you can feel the power pulsating off of this portal. Six. Five. Four. Getting really close now. Chills running up your body and through out your spine and your arms and legs. Three, two, one, and zero. You have just taken your final step into this multi-dimensional portal and shifting with this My Hero Academia version of yourself. You feel the energy coursing through you, vibrating really, really fast, merging you until you are one. You then wake up. what seems to be this My Hero Academia universe. Although you're in a different location than you remember the last times that you've shifted. And then you recall how you moved into your dorm the last time you were here. So your room looks a little bit different as you look around, sitting up in your bed, you check the calendar and you get excited when you see and realize that it's the weekend, bright and early in the morning. And you can't help but catch the smell of some breakfast cooking outside of your room somewhere in the dorms. For the next minute or so, imagining yourself getting ready, the first day waking up in your new dorm room. How does this affect your normal morning routine in the My Hero Academia universe? Imagining this play out for the next minute or so.
right as you're finishing up getting ready in the morning. You hear a bunch of banging and noises outside. Whether it's coming from another dorm room or maybe somewhere in the living area. You decide to go check out what's going on. You walk out into the living space where there's what looks like a living room for many people and a kitchen attached to it. Happy Saturday, Aoyama looks at you and says, you better get out there quick before you miss some of Sue and Bakugo's cooking. You walk over to the kitchen and see what's going on, what all the commotion is about. And it seems that a few of the students are fighting over who's going to get second dishes of Bakugo and Sue's cooking. Denki and Kirishima both made argument with each other. Notice your presence and look over you and say, and tell you good morning, and then continue their arguing like as if nothing ever happened. And then Bakugo screams out of nowhere, all right, if you want a second, you're just gonna have to get in line, jerks. Midoriya seems to be next in line for some breakfast. And Bakugo starts throwing a fit, saying, yeah, right, go ask Sue. You're not having none of my breakfast. Midoriya just kind of shakes his head and responds with, I knew you'd say something like that. And he goes over to Sue and she gives him some breakfast. Then Todoroki comes up to you and says, didn't you know? Somehow a conversation came up about cooking and Bakugo and Sue said that they were really great at it. And most of us in the class had our doubts, as you can see. And here we are, them trying to prove themselves. See, I told you I could cook. Sue has a huge grin on her face, watching everybody ask for seconds. All right, everybody get out of the kitchen. You're all gonna clean it up later. Bakugo yells at everybody. Everybody gathers into the living space and sits down on the couches. Some of them still eating with their plates on the table. And everybody starts talking as they wake up on this weekend morning. And then Sue looks up at you and says, Oh, there's leftovers, by the way, if you wanted some. Go ahead, help yourself. At this point, it's up to you if you'd like to go make some breakfast with the leftovers that they just made. Whether you decide to or not, afterwards, you make your way over to sit with everybody in the living space. So, there's a rumor going around the school. Have you heard? Kaminari says to you. It's not a rumor, it's completely true. I saw it with my own eyes, Jiro says. There's a new villain. A new villain? What do you mean, Kirishima says. She then begins to explain. I mean that 
there's a villain that most of the pro heroes have never heard of yet. And when we tried bringing it up to them, they told us that there's no way that there would be a new villain who's not a part of the League of Villains that nobody knows about. And then Mineta jumps in, oh, come on, how can they be so close-minded? Villains pop out of nowhere all the time. And then Jiro continues to explain, yeah, but it's not the fact that there's a new villain that they don't believe. It's, it's the villain itself that they don't believe in his quirk. So what exactly are you talking about here? Ashido says, looking a little frightened. I'm saying that I saw a creepy looking guy the other day and it looked like he was controlling people's minds when I was at the mall. So how do you know it was a villain, Ojiro says. Because the people were screaming in pain like they were being tortured from the inside out. It was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. You could tell that Jiro looks very, very serious. Then Midoriya stands up out of his chair and says, we have no choice then. If the pro heroes don't want to believe us, then we have to go check for ourselves. Where exactly did you see this villain last, Jiro? Like I said, he was at the mall last time I went, but who's to say that he's gonna be there again? And then Ida adds in, after being silent for a while, taking all this in. Well, if he is a mind-controlling villain, as you say, then wouldn't the mall be the most ideal place, given that there's many people to control? I guess that would make sense, Midoriya says. Right then, who's coming with me to the mall? He then looks over at you and says, sorry to ask you this, but your cork would be really useful in this situation. Can I ask that you come along? You respond to Midoriya. All right then, let's go, he says. And you all head off to the mall that's in the same town as the high school. Imagining yourself for the next few minutes, making your way over there, whether you're using your quirk, catching a bus, driving a car, whatever the case may be, imagine yourself on your way to the mall for the next minute or so. Who are you with? What are you guys doing? As you pull up to the mall, you see 
everybody gathering in the food court as you walk in. Hard to miss given it's an entire class of heroes wearing suits. Most of class 1A is here. Then Ida looks at Juro and says, what's next, Juro? Well, it was around this time when I saw him the last time I was here, but who knows? Uraraka says, well, it is the weekend, so there's always a lot of people at the mall on the weekend. Next thing you know, you start hearing people screaming at the top of their lungs. Everybody looks up at each other. As Todoroki says, looks like we chose the right day. Let's spread out. And everybody spreads out throughout the mall in search of this noise that appears to be echoing. People screaming, horrifying sounds. Who goes with you as you split up? Whoever you've been getting closest with in the class decides to go with you, creating a group of four. As you spread out looking for this horrifying noise, hopefully leading you to the villain you've all been hearing rumors about. You all seem to find this sound pretty quickly as Juro found a couple other groups and led them to the noise with their powerful hearing abilities. You then connect the dots about how this is most likely why she was able to have the first experience with this villain. She probably heard this guy from a mile away. As you approach, you see what looks like a swarm of people. A lot of people are on the ground, on their knees, with their hands on their head, screaming and yelling. One of your friends looks over at you and says, whoever's doing this has to be here somewhere. You have to keep looking. You do, for the next minute, looking through the crowd of people for this villain that's causing this frenzy of torture. For the next minute or so, imagining you making your way through the crowd of people that are being tortured, bumping into them, given how many there are, squeezing in and out. And you eventually find somebody in the middle of the crowd who is on the ground with a needle in his arm. He looks up at you with a disgusting look. And this evil, ominous aura pours off of him, so powerful though, that it blows your hair and clothes. It appears this villain is shooting some kind of drug into him. You know that given you're the first one to have found the villain, you feel responsible to say something to him. So you do. Ooh, a hero. I was wondering when one of you guys would show up. He says to you with a crazy sounding voice. Allow me to introduce myself. I call myself Craving. He then begins to laugh, hysterically. You see, I have a very special quirk. He begins to explain to you. It originally started off with me just reading people's minds when I was younger, but eventually it got to me. 
started to hear what people were saying about me in their own minds. I started to hear what everybody was thinking in the room. No matter where I was, no matter what I was doing, I couldn't control my mind reading quirk and I began to go insane. He starts laughing, almost proud that he's insane. Eventually, I started doing drugs. I wanted to numb the voices I was hearing inside my mind, but something happened. It genetically changed my quirk from mind reading to now what I call mind hacking, where I can send people my pain into their mind. I can give them illusions and schizophrenic thoughts and control them almost as if they're my puppets. He chuckles. Only when I'm on my drugs, though. You realize how crazy this guy really is, and you think it would be best to wait and draw out this guy another minute or so with your conversation, hoping that a couple of your friends find you. So you respond to him, trying to stall. You also remember in your mind how in the morning when you guys were having breakfast, one of your friends said to you when they were explaining the rumor of the villain about how pro-heroes didn't believe that he existed because of exactly what this villain's quirk was and also from what he's about to tell you right now. Listen here, hero. I don't really care about anything that you have to say because I'm the one who's the star of the show here. As a matter of fact, I'm not even from this reality. I shifted to this reality. He explains to you. You hear that? I had a deep desire to escape my reality. And drugs weren't enough anymore. He begins laughing again. So I found a way to shift my consciousness into an entire new universe. You then think to yourself about how it's almost the same exact thing that you did. Just like you, he says to you. Yes, I know about you. I can just tell you're not from here. You're just like me, he says laughing and chuckling and then shoots himself up with more drugs. No, I'm nothing like you, you think in your mind, and then you respond to him. Finally, a couple of your friends have found you guys. Oh, you have friends. Seems like I have to change up the party a little bit. It seems the people whose minds he has hacked are now being controlled as the people get up from being tortured and now begin to attack you, the heroes. 
Whatever friend just found you guys looks over at you before dodging a punch, saying, we can't attack these people, they're civilians. We have to get the villain. Enough conversation, let's go. Let's do it together. Your friend jumps in the fight and starts attacking this villain. You then think about in your mind how everything has its weaknesses. And you remember the story that the villain told you about himself, about how his quirk was mutated by the drugs. And you get an idea that getting rid of his drugs that he has in his backpack would hopefully weaken his quirk. So that's what you do. For the next few minutes, imagining you and your friends trying to take out this villain. Imagining this playing out in your mind and using that knowledge to your advantage. It seems that it's getting harder and harder to take this villain down as he keeps giving you illusions and schizophrenic thoughts and negative thoughts. It's almost like he's accessing your past memories and messing with them and changing them. Not to mention, from all the drugs he's doing, who knows what else his quirk is capable of after its mutation. It seems that he has a very powerful strength and speed boost as well as he's dodging everybody and smacking everybody around the mall, tossing them like ragdolls. With everybody just about beat up, unable to beat this villain, he comes up to you and says, We didn't finish our conversation earlier. You see, the reality that I come from is a hell. People are tortured every single day just like this, including me, and that's why I'm never going back. But here, I'm free. I can do whatever I want here. But something is still wrong. He says to you. There's still a chance that people will try to suppress me and torture me like where I came from. That's why I'm going to take away everybody's quirk. He then pulls out a weird serum. This drug right here, I created myself for mixing drugs from my reality with this reality. And this drug erases quirks instantly. It's still a work in progress, though. He puts it away after holding it up to your neck. Well then, 
drops you after holding onto your neck for a while. You probably could have beaten me if you were alone, but because you kids had to protect all of the civilians, I have the advantage, he says. Then he takes off, leaving you guys with the civilians. But you notice that as soon as he gets a certain distance away, almost like a transmitter and a radio, all the civilians snap back to reality. And thank you guys for saving them. Kirishima and Kamenari come up to you and say, well, I guess the rumors were true about that villain. And we found him and we lost him. Midoriya comes up to you guys, very, very beat up. Well, not to worry, guys. We learned a lot, everybody's okay, and all the civilians are fine now. Must have ran away knowing that eventually we would have overpowered him. What do you think his motive is, Todoroki says. You then explain to everybody the conversations you were having with him, and you also tell them about the one thing you noticed as the villain was running away, how it almost seems like he has a certain distance to which he can control people's minds. You also tell them about the drugs and his mutation. Well, I can say this for sure, that this guy is absolutely crazy. He'll be back to this very mall since he loves controlling many minds at once and gets a sick pleasure out of it. Ida explains to you guys. For now, let's all go back to the dorms and come up with another plan for next weekend. You all go back to the dorms and make your way to the living space and you all sit down very, very exhausted. For the next few minutes, imagining conversations playing out between you and Class 1A about the crazy day that you just had with this mysterious new villain. And you all try to come up with a strategy for the next time he shows up. And then Todoroki says, it almost seemed like he was trying to lure us there. He was, Ida says. Didn't you hear what he says your name? told us he wants to erase everybody's quirk and control everything. Right, so why wouldn't he start with the heroes, Kaminari says. Either way, next time we'll be ready, Midoriya says. Until then, we have to train. And you do. For the rest of the night, you all train together, sparring teaching each other different techniques. So for the next few minutes, imagining this.
and it's just about time to call it a night and you go back to your dorm, relax, and head into your room. You think about how it feels good to relax after such a long day. You hop into your bed in the My Hero Academia universe and fall into a deep, relaxing sleep. And this concludes the shift to My Hero Academia Guided Meditation Part 5. Make sure you tune in to Part 6 to continue the story.